Yo, so the other day, right, um, my peoples, he sent me a link to Instagram that had, um, what was it? It was like the top songs or the number one songs. Yeah, the top number one songs in 2003. And he played one second of each song going through the whole year, right? Now, I'm getting all nostalgic because it's 2003. I'm remembering all this old music. It was dope. It was cool, no doubt. Um, actually, I mean, I still remember it. I remember all the songs. But what's crazy is I wasn't even in America during that time. I was um, I was overseas. You know what I'm saying? I was in Korea when this was going down. So... Hearing all these old songs, right? Um, joints by 50, joints by Sean Paul, uh, B2K, Jennifer Lopez, you know what I'm saying? It was a whole thing. Um, now, the reason I'm bringing that up, right, is because I want to use those to frame your mind about my top seven. Not top seven, but seven things that I love about SharePoint. It's just seven things that I could think of that hopefully could sway you into understanding why SharePoint is dope. And you might need to use it, right? Um, so, yeah, everybody knows albums. Everybody knows singles. Everybody knows musical artists. I'm using that as the table that we're going to put together. Um, and I'm going to use that table that we put together to make you understand how these seven things work for SharePoint. Uh, yeah, and that's today's episode. That's what we're talking about. You know what I mean? So... Stay tuned. Get ready for that. Tickets and my carpool drivers, my colleagues and my, and my supervisors, working franchises for them tax dollars. I feel your pain holler. My train tickets and my carpool drivers, my colleagues and my, and my supervisors, working franchises for them tax dollars. I feel your pain holler. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SharePoint Help Desk Podcast. This is where I, Thurman Trotman, your host, I talk about business strategies for SharePoint. Um, so low on tech, high on strategy. I know the tech part, but you know, we talk more strategy on here because you know, it's, it's hard to speak tech and keep it interested. You know what I mean? I'm doing the best that I can here with the, with the, <laughs> with the strategic side, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm glad that you tuned in. Uh, shout out to, to, what was it? Delaware? There's somebody in Delaware to be holding me down. You know what I'm saying? Or people in Delaware. Um, I think, I, I believe that's like the number one city in uh, America to be listening to my to my podcast. So whoever you are, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Um, if anybody's trying to give Denver some competition, be my guest. But shout out to, did I say Denver? My bad. I'm in Delaware. Shout out to Delaware. You know what I mean? For holding me down. Um, yeah, so again, welcome to the show. So, check this out. Like I said, there was a bunch of artists on this um, list and a bunch of music, all this other stuff, right? So, I want you to imagine a situation where in an organization, maybe it's a, a record label, maybe it's a, um, what do you call that? Maybe it's a publication instead. Let's say it's a publication, right? And they need a list of all of those I, uh, all of those artists, all of those songs, all of those albums that they came from, and the week of, uh, because they wanna they wanna write an article about each of those songs, right? Like maybe like yo, this is what was going on at that time. 
you know, here's how many weeks they stayed and here's the reason. This was the state of music at the time, blah, 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 whatever. But they wanted to at least get it all in one place. Now, normally, the person put in charge of this would create a spreadsheet. They would create a spreadsheet, put, um, like, here are the columns they're going to put. Name of song, na- artist name, uh, name of album that that song came from, and maybe week of. So... Name of the song. Let's say for Eminem, which Eminem was the beginning of the, the year. In the, in the bottom of 2002, he was on top, and then he stayed on top for a few more weeks on, at the top of 2003 uh, with Lose Yourself. So the first entry on this spreadsheet would be Lose Yourself is the song name. Eminem is the um, artist. That goes in the artist column. Name of the album. Damn. Yo, what album did Lose Yourself come out on? <laughs> Yo, I feel like a dirtbag. Um, oh, it was the 8 Mile soundtrack. I'm bugging. Yeah, because the whole video was in the... Yo, I'm bugging, my bad. So yeah, Lose Yourself was on the 8 Mile soundtrack. So the first entry... Oh, and the, and the week of, in 2003. So I can't think of what week it was, but... Uh, whatever the week was, well, let's say we use uh, Sundays, it'll be that date of the Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So, Lose Yourself is the album uh, name. I mean, the song name. Eminem is the artist. Album is 8 Mile Soundtrack. And the week of is whatever date that Sunday was. Right? That's what you would want in the spreadsheet. Now, the problem you have is when you send out this spreadsheet, you 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 run into a bunch of things that um, you wouldn't if you had a, uh, a SharePoint list, and that's what I'm gonna go through with the top se- with. Not, I keep saying top seven. It's definitely not the top seven. It's just seven dope joints about SharePoint. Not in any order. Seven I could think of that you know could drive home a point. So let's start with the first one. Well, well, well hold on. Let me give you the, the situation again. So you would, somebody in this organization would create a spreadsheet and send it out to whoever's supposed to fill it out or create it and fill it out themselves, whatever. Um, my suggestion would be to create a list on SharePoint and send the link out to the person who's supposed to update that or you know just create the SharePoint spreadsheet. I mean, create the SharePoint list so that immediately people have access to it. You know what I mean? That's at minimum what I would do. So, let's talk about the first one. So, the number one, (laughs) the first thing that I love about SharePoint is data validation. I'm laughing because I said number one again, and it's not necessarily number one. Um, So, data validation, right? I could force people to put in what uh, what I want them to put in inside of the column. So, inside of a spreadsheet, if I uh, sent it out and I said, hey, um, make sure you fill these columns in, the artist, uh, what do you call that? The, what's that called? The <laughs> artist name, not artist name. I, I did all that thinking and still got it wrong. My fault. I mean the um, uh, song name, then the artist name, the album and in a week of, if I sent that out on spreadsheet and have people filling that in, then they could put inside of the, the week of column, they could put like, 
uh, a date in whatever format they want, right? They they could they could write the date however they want, which is annoying when I'm trying to do reports. Um, I could pre-fill the drop-down of artists myself so that they don't have to type in Eminem or type in M or type in 50, spelling the word out, or 50 with just two numbers. I'll put the artists in ahead of time so that they can just pick and that's it. I don't get them, you know, fat fingering a name and getting that wrong. Um, the album, I could definitely do the album too. Give them that from a drop down because here's a cool thing you could do with SharePoint. Like in SharePoint, I could have a, let's say that again, you got to think of this as an organization, right? So imagine this publication keeps a long list of artists. You know that if there's an artist that exists, they got that list inside of their system. So there's a SharePoint list with an artist name and then there's albums attached to this artist so that when i create this new list where i'm like all right listen we need to know the number ones of 2003 when this person picks an artist i could force them to now pick only one of the artist's albums in other words you won't get to just write in eminem and then write in eight mile soundtrack you're going to pick Eminem from a drop down and then you're going to see all the albums he's dropped and pick it from that drop down. Those are things that I'm able to do inside of SharePoint. Can't do that with Excel. You know what I mean? You run the risk of them writing the artist however they want and then also writing the album however they want and then writing that date all crazy. So that's data validation. Data validation stops them from putting in formats that you didn't ask for. So just think of when you try to hit submit on like a form, on any form, mobile form or, or web form, whatever, you're filling out some information, you try to hit submit. If you left something blank, it'll be like, you must fill this in. If you didn't put a strong enough password, it'll, it'll be like some red text and it'll say, um, password not strong enough or passwords don't match. Something like that. That's data validation. You get to do that inside of SharePoint. You can't do that in a spreadsheet when you're collecting when you're doing data collection all right now let's talk about forms so forms like i was just talking about that's where you bring up a screen it has different uh boxes let's call them uh and above those boxes it has like labels and then you put in information into each of those boxes you could do it on a web like if you are signing up for something new you sign up for something new you see the boxes come up. They want you to type in your email address. They want you to type in your phone number. They want you to type in uh, whatever information that you need to sign up for this thing that you're signing up for. That's what happens inside of SharePoint. You create a SharePoint list, and it comes with a form. And the cool thing about a form is that that's how you get people to submit information into your list. It's beautiful. People like to people are used to i should say filling out forms so all you're doing is just you know connecting the dots and giving them the ability to fill out a form so in other words um if somebody has to come in there and put in you know one of these weeks with the artist that they're going to see those columns they're going to see they're going to open up a form they're going to hit new they're going to see a form and then they're going to type into those boxes they're going to type for beyonce it'll be crazy in love beyonce 
whatever album that was on. I can't remember because <laughs> I don't really bump with R&B like that. You know what I'm saying? And then you type in the week of in that box. Now, the cool thing about SharePoint is that you could do it either way. You could enter the information like a spreadsheet, like where you don't open up a form. You just put it into the box, put it into those lines, into the grid, I should say. Put it into those cells in the grid. Uh, or you hit new and you put it into a form and you go down the line, to, you know, like entering information into the form. Um, so that's the way it works. You, you could do both in SharePoint, but you can also turn off the ability for people to put it in like a spreadsheet. You could like turn that off and then don't give anybody the ability to do that. So that's cool too. Um, so, so far we got one, a data, data validation. Two, talking about forms. I love forms because it gives you, it gives the, the end user an easier interface to give you the information that you're collecting. All right, now views. So, I talk about views all the time. On In this situation, what I could do is say, you know, I'll create a view for one artist. Let's say I did that, right? So, let's say you went down the line. You put in Sean Paul for Get Busy. You put in 50 Cent for 21 Questions. You put in um, 50 Cent for In the Club. You put in Jennifer Lopez for All I Have. Clay Aiken had a joint on there for This Is The Night. Let's say you put all of them in. Now, the, the way I would create a view, let's say I'm like I'm a big 50 fan and I want to be the person who writes about 50 and all of the songs that he had at number one that year. So if I'm in SharePoint and that data is in there, all I would do is filter, um, filter the artist name. And I would say, show me all the 50 cent in this list. And then after doing that, now I'm looking at all my 50 cent stuff. I would then go save view as. That's the that's the feature. That's the option. I would hit save view as. I would name that view 50 cent. And then now I have a view that only shows 50 cents uh, um, records. And I can like, you know use that as my checklist or whatever to do my writing. Um, now the dope thing about that is somebody else might want to see the 50 view for whatever reason. I don't know. But... If they want to save themselves a 50 view, they could do that. If they want to just filter the view dynamically right there on the spot and see all the 50 stuff and do it that way, they could do that too. If you want to save a view that only you could see, you could do that too. You could save a 50 cent view, see all of his um, records, and anybody else that comes to the list, they won't automatically see that they could go look at the 50 cent view. Uh, and that's fine. They could just make their own view. You know what I'm saying? You can make your own view. That view comes with a unique URL. So if you wanted to save that URL somewhere and just go visit it every day, every time you're ready to write your new article, you could do that too. You got options. That's the cool thing about views. I love that. Comments. So um, it also has a commenting system. Now this is dope because let's say I'm looking at <laughs> Nelly Shaky Tail Feather. Let's say that's one of the records, right? Which it is. It's one of the records. And I say, um, I, I know a person who's in the um, office who loves Nelly. But they might not know about this project because, you know, it wasn't circulated to them or whatever. So I would go into, I could go into that record, data record and musical record 
Same thing in this situation. Go into that record, open up the comments, and I would tag my friend um, uh, Sean that is way into Nelly. So I go, at Sean, yo, did you know that they're looking for somebody to write about Nelly's record? You might want to hop on this. Send. You know what I'm saying? I could put that comment in the database or in the list. I'm sorry. It's not a database. A lot of people think it's a database, but it's not. It's just a list or, or a table. I could put that information into the list. That person will get an email. They'll get a link in the email that says, yo, Thurman tagged you in this comment. View the item here. They click the link. It'll take them right to the record that says, um, shake your tail feather from Nelly from the album and what week of. And the, you can see my comment and be like, oh, word, they're looking for people to write about this? I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they can write about um, Shaky Tail Feather from Nelly. So comments is another dope feature of a SharePoint list. All right, now to export. Export is fire because, you know, there's people who still want their spreadsheets. You know what I'm saying? So now if I came to the list and I said ex, uh, export, I can export to Excel. I could export to CSV. And now the new joint is you can export to Power BI. Haven't tried to export to Power BI yet, but I will, and I will be reporting back on it. Um, now, if you hit export to Excel, this is cool because you'll get an Excel spreadsheet that you can save to your desktop or wherever you want uh, that is connected to SharePoint. In, in that, um, if, if you export to Excel and it has, I don't know, 10 records already filled up, um, with all these artists and all these records and the week ofs and albums or whatever, right? And you save it on your desktop. Let's say that you come in the next day and you got that spreadsheet sitting on your desktop and you're wondering, yo, um, did they finish the, the list? Did they, did they put all the artists on there? You open up the spreadsheet, you go to the data tab, you hit refresh. Is it on the data tab? I can't remember, but you hit refresh, refresh all. Uh, the spreadsheet will spin a little bit you check the server and then it will pull in all of the data off of SharePoint so if you left yesterday and it was only 12 records entered into the SharePoint list when you come back the next day if people were populating it some more and now you're up to 20 your spreadsheet will only have 12 records until you hit refresh and then when you hit refresh you'll see those new 8 records just automatically appear inside of your spreadsheet um, cool feature it just, you know, instead of exporting the data and disconnecting from SharePoint, and now you got two sets of information messing with the data, you're connected, and you get to use your spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Because people love their spreadsheets. So that's another dope feature, the export feature. All right, now collaboration. Imagine if um, these records needed to be put in by, let's say, 12 different people. Because 12 people across the organization were responsible for one month of 2003. Um, they all get it. They all jump into SharePoint. They start filling them up because they know. In December, here are those four records, because of the four weeks, maybe five, I don't know, um, that I need to put in. If you do that with SharePoint, you will experience no issues with you know, people bumping into each other or, you know, some data issue. None of that. That doesn't happen. It's not a problem. You just put your stuff into SharePoint, you know, hit save and move on. If you're doing that with a spreadsheet, it can get a little wild. Um, because everybody in there at once 
trying to make those updates, you'll see the cursors all over the screen. You'll see people trying to add rows and put their stuff in all at once. It's, it can get a little out of control. You don't want that. With SharePoint, that's not an issue because every record is acting individually inside of the table where Excel has one big um, list, one big grid where everybody's going in there at once. So it all counts as one big thing where in SharePoint, each row works individually. So collaboration on SharePoint to me is 2,000 times better. And finally, alerts, right? Let's say that you are someone who you love B2K, <laughs> right? And you say to yourself, all right, anytime a new item gets put into this list, um, if it's a B2K item, I want to be notified. So you can easily just set up an alert that says when this column says B2K, shoot me an email. You can do that. You know what I'm saying? And you can say, uh, matter of fact, I'm just monitoring this whole thing. Maybe I'm in charge of this whole thing. I want to see, I want to get an email every time something is entered into the system. So you can just say alert me when a new item is created. You know what I'm saying? If you are worried about people coming in and deleting stuff they ain't supposed to be deleting, you can say alert me when an item is deleted. You know what I'm saying? You got all of these options, things you cannot do in spreadsheets when you're doing data collection. Don't get me wrong. Spreadsheets is fire. You know what I'm saying? But they're not for data collection. It's for data management, I believe, after you've already got your data. After you've already got your clean data, you get into Excel and you get busy. You know what I'm saying? Start cooking up all your, 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 your tables and, your, and your, your, your charts and all that. You know what I mean? Um, that's it. Those are my seven items. Data validation, you, the use of forms, the use of views, being able to add comments. Number five, being able to export to um, Excel or CSV. Number six, collaboration amongst multiple users. And number seven, alerts. And a bonus. You can extend SharePoint lists with the use of JSON. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a whole GitHub. Matter of fact, I'm going to put it in the show notes. There's a whole GitHub of all of this JSON that these dope people inside of the community are writing that you could just take, drop into your list, and make your list look totally different than what SharePoint looks like out of the box. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll put that link. I don't know how to... I don't know that link. That link is kind of long i guess to to say so the best thing to do is i'm gonna just put the the link inside of these show notes and then you know what i'm saying you can knock yourself out from there um listen quick announcements i want to say uh follow me on linkedin uh because uh i post every day i post useful stuff on linkedin every day come give me a follow I, I want to say you won't be disappointed, you know what I'm saying? Especially on Saturdays when I try to do my, not try to do, but on Saturdays I do my uh, share Saturdays. It's where I share something personal, something non-work related, something more relaxing, you know what I'm saying? Because it's Saturday and I feel like if we worked physically together, I would talk about these things. I love the, you know, I love people. I love talking about different things. So every Saturday I do SharePoint uh it's like, I call it SPHD share. So SharePoint help desk share, but it's a hashtag. So hashtag SPHD share. If you follow that hashtag, 
then you'll see all of the, the share Saturdays that I do. Um, and then, uh, yo, listen. <laughs> I am telling y'all, if you listen to this show and you don't take the first step to automate your training requests, I'm not doing my job. That is the very first thing that I need you to do is take your training requests. If you are a training uh, coordinator at your organization and you do data collection for your request for training, we need to automate that. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that thing automated. Go to the um, bio.site slash SPHD, the link that I always talk about, and look for that five-day email course. If you don't want to take the five days to do it, you're Mr. or Mrs. High Speed, I can get you the whole thing in one day. And you can, you know, move at your speed. But I'm telling you, if you need to automate that training request inside of your organization, do it. You know what I'm saying? I need you to do that. Because if you don't, then (laughs) I'm failing you. You know what I'm saying? I need you to cross that first bridge. Also, um, I'm thinking about doing some webinars. You know what I'm saying? I think that what might work here is live interaction as opposed to sending people out on their own with SharePoint and saying, you know, go learn this. Maybe people need that, you know, one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? I fire up a webinar. I say I'm doing this on uh, uh, whatever day. You know what I'm saying? And then have people come in and I answer your SharePoint questions. Or I do a actual presentation where I could either show you, you know, the, the how to start your intranet, the five things you need to do to start your intranet, or um, I show you how SharePoint is better than Excel. In other words, I show you better than I can tell you. Um, or one of them topics that is just evergreen and forever will be true. I could do that. I'm thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm working through that. Uh, also, if you want to be interviewed, if you're a nine to fiver, nine of nine of nine to fivers, you know what I'm saying? If you're a nine to fiver, and you have a job where you manage some type of data, I want to interview you. You know what I'm saying? Don't be hes- don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, best place is to DM me on LinkedIn. If not, um, support at the sphelpdesk.com. Send me an uh, email there. Support at the sphelpdesk.com. You know what? I'll put that in the show notes too. Um, that's it. Thank you so much for rocking with me. I appreciate you, and I'm going to holler at you next week. Later.